Walker Husky Podcast is brought to you by the Yazoo Brewing Company, celebrating 15 years of beer in Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, Titans fans, and welcome back to this week's edition of the Paul Kaharski Podcast. I'm PK's lucky co-host, Madison Blevins, and it is so good to be back with you guys. And PK, to be back with you, I feel like it's been almost a month now since I've recorded with you. So how's it going? That's going great. You're so busy and important that we've had trouble uh, getting it together in terms of the timing. So I'm glad you're available this week. Does this mean not naming anymore? Have these kids grown up and gone off to college or what? <laughs> um, no, it's just a more flexible schedule, I'll say. I like so. that. More flexible. Sounds like you've been fired. Have you been fired? No, no. I'm still naming, just not like not every day. Good deal. So you're going to game seven of the Predators Winnipeg Jets series. I am. I am so excited because I just found out I'm going to have a pair of tickets. So I'm I'm super pumped. I've only been to one game this season, which is just sad. Um, but just got offered tickets. And of course, I'm not going to say no to that. It's been so much fun already during these playoffs to be in Nashville and to rally around this team. I know you guys have had a lot of big nights out on Broadway as well. Yeah. So if you're coming downtown to the game, uh, Midday 180 will be having a pre-party before an early face-off. So come on down to Paradise Park, which is not very far from uh, Bridgestone Arena, and we will help uh, get the night started in a big way. Uh, As Madison mentioned, Yazoo, our primary sponsor here on the podcast. We appreciate them making all of this possible and encourage you to check them out as you are filling up your beer cart uh, or ordering a beer uh, at your local establishment. I am partial to the Hefeweizen and uh, wanted to mention too, Tennessee Tickets, now um, the title sponsor of um, paulkuharski.com if you're looking for a ticket for game seven that's the place to start tennessee tickets a discount for everybody who's a member of paulkuharski.com so mention us as you shop and uh see how it goes you'll be in good shape and if you're not a member well that's a benefit of membership that you are missing out on it's kind of a quiet time for the titans right now madison we're going to see uh, the rookies on the field a little bit Saturday. And by we, I mean me, because I know you're not going to be there. Um, but it's kind of lame that we're only uh, – we're going to be seeing uh, individual and stre- stretch, you know, to open practice, individual period, which is position-by-position uh, position drills, and then uh, closed until we talk to Mike Vrabel and the rookies afterwards. And uh, anybody I'm talking to over there, I'm saying, I'm, I'm sorry that you uh, your rookies aren't ready to be seen. Um, that must be kind of embarrassing that as they report to town. You're not confident enough in them to uh, to let us see them. I, I thought uh, Rashawn Evans and Harold Landry in particular were going to be impressive right out of the gate, but uh, Titans choosing to hide them a little bit. Just a different regime, different deal. But uh, I hate to be going out there on a Saturday to watch them stretch uh, and to have a conversation with them. So I hope it won't be long before we're allowed to see more than that. That's uh, that's not much. It's not enough. And uh, it's a Preds town right now. And uh, so it continues to be a Preds town right now because there's not going to be much to see on the Titans front. So that makes me a little bit sad because uh, I could – 
I could use a little bit bigger dose of uh, of what they've got going on. But for the time being, um, I think next week we'll we'll see a little bit more of of maybe everybody out there together, and uh, increasing conversations with the guys about what's going on the installation of the systems. We did have a great talk with Will Compton uh, lately on the Midday 180, who's a, a fun new veteran who I think we're going to like getting to know a lot. Um, but beyond that, uh, not a ton of football stuff right now, but plenty of other stuff going on. Okay. Speaking of Credstown, I, I have a question for you. And obviously you've been in Nashville longer than I have, but have you ever seen this city rally around a team like they like Nashville has the past year. You know, I feel like last year when the Preds made that playoff run and the run to the Stanley Cup, Nashville really, that's when we saw them back this Preds team. But I didn't even really see that much out of Nashville when the Titans were in the playoffs. We definitely had those fans and we had those great watch parties. But I feel like the way this city has rallied around this Preds team is like nothing I've ever seen. And I mean, you can answer that because you've been in Nashville longer than me. Yeah, I got here in 97. Uh, totally different city then. And and when the Titans made the run to the Super Bowl in uh, in January of 2000 off the 99 season, it, it was crazy. But it's not like it is now just because uh, we're so much bigger than we were. And, uh, you know, a seven-game series is a different animal. It's not all anticipation and build up uh, the way it is in football. Those two playoff games for the Titans were pretty great, um, but they were both trips too uh, at Kansas City and at New England. And there's, there's something different about it being, uh, you know, in the middle of downtown and uh, and the Preds now about to play their fourth in this series downtown. And uh, if if Nashville if Nashville and Nashvilleians get what they want. Um, it, you know, hopefully we'll see two more, two more series in town. It's uh, it's a whole different deal and uh, being in the spring's pretty good too, because uh, the opportunities to be out on the rooftops before the games and uh, for a lot of people to be out on the streets who uh, aren't, aren't in the arena, um, you know, gives it a very much a city wide feeling and uh, you know, Titans will have to, step it up and get a home playoff game for us to kind of compare and contrast. I, I think it'll be largely, uh, would be largely the same. I mean, heck we saw uh, the uniform unveiling and you and I were together at some of that. And uh, I know Florida Georgia line had something to do with that too, but uniform unveiling a very short ceremony and uh, people were fired up about that. And Hey, Nashville wants big yeah. events, uh, big yeah. stuff. We might see a draft here. Uh, in the next two years, which would be something different as well. And so um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I'm excited to be uh, in the building uh, Thursday night and uh, for Midday 180 to have all this hockey to talk about. And I hope it doesn't doesn't come crashing to a, crashing to a stop. How's the weather supposed to be tomorrow? Do we know yet? Are we going to be rained on on the rooftop? We reach a certain point, and I just presume that the weather is going to be fine. Uh and I, I never expect rain. Um, and that's why I uh, never have an umbrella or never have the appropriate jacket. That, that's the way I roll. I'm looking now uh, to see. But are you anticipating rain? It looks like it's going to be beautiful. I mean, I think it's supposed to storm tonight. So Yeah, it's 15% chance of rain, 85 degrees at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, uh, 4 o'clock. So we will be at uh, Paradise Park on Thursday having a big time in advance of the game. 
going to be fun. And I uh, hope to see a lot of you there. It's going to be a big time. Guys, definitely come join us. PK, I do have a question, though. What are you going to drink on the roof tomorrow? I know you're not going to drink beer because word on the street is you are watching your weight. And I will say, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say it, that you do look skinnier. I am proud of you. Um, no. But I am, I am going to give you some crap because I was listening to the midday the other day and I heard you talking about this new cleanse you're doing and you were hyping it up and Word for word, you said it's not like a normal cleanse, I promise. And I just want to, you know, rewind to a couple months ago when I said the exact same thing about the exact same cleanse you did. And you gave me so much crap on this podcast. So can I defend myself now with that? Or well, I've done this before. It's, it's not this Advocare uh, 24-day challenge, which I'm more than halfway through starts with 10 days of cleanse. But I think most people hear cleanse and they think about like uh, <laughs> tubes and procedures. And this isn't that. It's a, it's a couple of pills and a, like a fiber drink in the morning. It's not a big deal. I don't know if you came out and said those, that you were doing Advocate at were, the beginning. Yes, I did. No. I will literally pull the podcast up. I, exa- I said that word for word. It's a few pills here and there. It's just to make your body feel better. It's not a juice cleanse. It's nothing crazy. We had a long conversation. Yeah, now that you say this. it's not a juice cleanse, I remember you saying that. But listen, yes. it, it's done yes. for effect Thank here. you. A young lady like yourself, uh, at t- uh, going on a cleanse, needing a cleanse is unnecessary. You've, you've overreacted to the whole thing. You've given up all food. You eat like bird seed now. <laughs> you're you're a uh, thin woman to start with, and now you're almost emaciated. It's uh, it's not necessary. I have a big, <laughs> uh, big, fat ball of tiredness, and uh, I was overdue. And now I am uh, timing things up for the family vacation where I, I won't appear to be a beached whale when I'm uh, playing in the water with a gang of kids that's oh. going to be down there. So Family vacation. Where are the Kuharskis going on vacation? Yeah, Kuharskis going the same place everybody else in this damn city goes to the Destin. Well, Destin, Florida. Not Destin, but some, Was I somewhere. Right? Panama City. No, not Panama. Seaside. City. So, uh, it's somewhere close to Seaside. I'm not even sure. We've been to uh, what Orange Beach and the Santa Rosa, and this is every other year with the same gang. So we're somewhere over there in a uh, in a house with a. Uh, several families and a ton of kids and it'll be a great time and I will be less of a beached whale and that's a good thing but I'm going to return <laughs> to eating actual food I'm not going to do this thing that you've done where you you eat bird, bird that's, seed that's it's really not true I don't eat bird seed PK likes to hate on me because I'm healthy I eat a lot of vegetables but that in no way means it's bird yeah, seed people who PK, go overboard just, on this stuff it it I'm not going overboard. Me That's overboard. To never eat a hamburger again, to never have a steak, to not, to not, uh, it's just too much. It's, it's not necessary. It's not the way things are intended to be, unless it's giving you some uh, sickness and you seem, seemed perfectly healthy last time I was with you eating uh, some form of, of actual food. So I think you're fine right. and you've overdone it. We'll agree to, we'll agree to 
No, we'll agree to disagree. But you know something else that wasn't intended? Um, ESPN discontinues their public editor position. And I was on Twitter today, and I read a uh, tweet from Clay Travis, and it said that Disney stock is down $2 today after ESPN (coughs) failed to meet earning expectations for the eighth straight quarter. Um, What are your thoughts on this? I mean, when did ESPN get to it's this a point. struggle over there. And I mean, it's are a, they even at that point? Well, yet? it's a struggle over there. That the, the uh, discontinuing the public editor position, I mean, those are kind of going out of style, the ombudsman deal. But, um, you know, it's just another thing that you could give them a hard time for. Um, you know, they're not inaccurate when they say immediate public reaction to everything has kind of taken over that role. But, um, you know, it's also right after it comes out that Katie Nolan's uh, making over a million dollars, reported by Andrew Marchand of, uh, of the New York Post. Here's Katie Nolan's uh, weekly obligation to ESPN at this time. She does a SportsCenter Snapchat two or three times a week. Those are three to five, minute, three to five minutes long. And she does a weekly podcast like we are doing right now. All right. Now, I imagine there's going to be other stuff landing on her plate, but they're paying her over $1 million a year to do that. And the thing that drives me more crazy about ESPN than anything right now as a former nine-year employee is how proud they still are of winning these uh, bidding wars that don't exist, these bidding wars with themselves. Now, Katie Nolan, they did take away from uh, from FS1, where she was also rarely on the air. I think she's talented and clever and funny. They ought to use her a little bit. So they're paying her over a million dollars. They're paying Jamel Hill $4 million, and she got demoted off the sports center they created for her to be a columnist. The columnist making $4 million is absolutely ridiculous, and there was nobody bidding for her. We don't know what Michael Smith, her former partner, is doing yet, and he's making $4 million. And this Get Up crew, uh, starting with Mike Greenberg and Michelle Beadle and Jalen Rose, the three of them are making, uh, I think, upwards of, of $3 million a year. No one was bidding to take any of these people away. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it's easy math to look at all that and say, well, they didn't renew a bunch of people like me, and they laid off a bunch of other people who they're actually uh, still paying until their contracts are up just because of the accounting mechanism of it at ESPN. But um, the the single dumbest thing they've done is to give these giant contracts to these people, which is really propping them up and making them important in a way that they look, they're propped up enough by being given these great assignments. Uh, you give you give somebody the six o'clock uh, Eastern Sports Center, uh, that's pretty good. You know, why do you have to give them four million dollars? Uh, who was offering them more than one million dollars? It's it's kind of like a, almost a token right. symbolic thing to sh- to like flex and say, hey, there might be some bad stuff going on here, but look for a marquee show or a marquee time slot or a marquee uh, talent. We'll uh, we'll still shell out the big bucks, and there are a lot of people, a lot better than I was. Uh, who, who've had a lot harder time since they're not at ESPN than I have uh, because I already had a, another full-time job anyway, uh, who are suffering the consequences of that. And I think it just serves to add to people being pissed off at ESPN, generally speaking, 
for going too political uh, and, and for just kind of missing the mark repeatedly on things that aren't games. And what's the best thing that isn't a game on ESPN? PTI is still good. Kornheiser and Wilbon still good and funny. And outside of that, uh, 30 for 30 is one thing that'll make you tune in over there. Games are another thing. And beyond that, I'm not flipping over there much anymore at all. And they credit her for getting, they feel like she has a big impact because of her 400,000 social media followers. So, I mean, it's, it's just crazy to me how that is the influence now. Social media is a bigger influence than turning your TV on and watching ESPN, which, I mean, you can't deny that that has been the leader of sports for, you know, years and years, forever. But this girl is getting paid a million dollars because of partially because of her social media influence. Well, I have almost 100,000 followers. And they weren't paying me a million dollars, a quarter, a quarter of her 400,000 followers. So I, I don't really understand. Um, right. You know, and social media influence is great, but she's, you know, you would think that she would be, um, she would be telling uh, people to go watch her somewhere, uh, something more than, than what they're doing right now, which really is, is not very much. Uh, so I, I don't know what they're doing over there, but no more ombudsman, uh, no more public editor to review uh, their big bad issues. So we will see uh, if their next big bad issue arises, if their editors or spokespeople will be quicker to respond. Not that the public editor was very fast at reacting to stuff, but uh, it was some in-house pressure to kind of uh, be held to account. And I, I don't know how well it worked. I enjoyed reading that stuff because I, I enjoyed reading about the, the inner workings and seeing people kind of explain themselves. I don't, I don't know that we'll see as much of that as we would like, even in, uh, in too slow a turnaround time. Well, PK, do you have anything else you want to leave for these people that may be listening that aren't members? Um, because we're going to get into the really good stuff in part two that, as we know, is for members only. So let them know what they're missing by not being a member of paulkaharski.com. Yeah, well, for starters, in part two here, we're going to have a conversation about having faith in your team and what's reasonable to expect in terms of having faith and why, uh, you know, Predators, a team I like to see do well, but I still can't, you know, out and out root for just because I'm not wired that way. Uh, why people are pissed off that I don't have blind, blind faith in the Predators is something I wrote about a little bit this week, and uh, we'll take it further in discussion here. Um, so you're missing out on that. If you're not a member of paulkuharski.com, uh, you get the full podcast, you get private Periscope and Facebook live sessions without the riffraff and the trolls. You get a spot in our private Facebook group where there's good conversation and you're, you're part of the club that I'm seeking to super serve. And of course, uh, the fundamental thing you get is access to everything that I write. All of that's for the price of a fancy cup of coffee or a fancy pint of beer. $5.99 a month, a steal at that price. You can get 12 months for the price of 11 if you do a yearly deal. So if you're not a member, head to the membership tab at the site right now. And if you are a member, hold on a second. We'll be right back with part two. You're listening to the Paul Kuharski podcast brought to you by Yazoo Brewer. The Paul Kuharski podcast is a joint production of paulkuharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's 
V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com.